0: The reality is, until you understand what the new climate actually means for yourself, until you understand the impact it's having for you, you can't start looking at the different solutions to bring in to help survive this. Today's topic, we're going to be looking at COVID-19. It's a Business Survivor webinar. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Stephen and I'm the director of SOS Creativity. On the webinar as well as a few of the SOS Creativity team members, which if you look through the participant, you'll be able to see who those are. So from a, before I get started on the agenda, there's a little quote that I came across that I thought was very, very, well, very, very valid for the, the testing times that we're in. And as you can see on the screen, you say sometimes you need a little crisis to get your adrenaline flowing and help you realize your potential. And that has never been more true in this time that we're in, because if we look back at history, as human beings, we face a lot of trials and tribulations and a lot of uncertain time. But if you look at history, we always, always get through whatever it is that we face sometimes we just need that adrenaline we just need we, we can get too comfortable where we are until something like this happen to give us a kick and get us going again so i thought this quote was was quite interesting from an agenda point of view we're going to be looking at assessing and understanding the new climate then we're going to look at how to transition online seamlessly we're going to look at effective communication. Then we will transition that into strengthening your marketing foundation. And at the end, before Q&A, I'm going to give five free important tools that we can be utilizing to ensure we're getting through these tough times. So we'll jump straight in. Assessing and understanding the new climate. It's very, very easy to look at social media, to look at the news, to to, with all different information going out there, it's very, very easy to, to get overwhelmed and start looking at the negative side of things. Things look doom and gloom, but the reality is until you actually do your own research to understand what exactly does the new climate mean? How is it affecting you as an individual, as a company, your your clients, your vendors? How is it affecting you? From a day-to-day point of view, you can get overwhelmed and get drawn into the negativity of everything that's going on. Yes, it is difficult times. And yes, there are a lot of people getting affected with the virus and a few people are dying and so on. But the reality is there is still a 97% survivor rate with everything that's going on. So it's important to do that research for yourself to understand, right, what are the problems that. I'm facing as an individual, as a company, as an organization, what are the problems that I'm facing? Then when you know the problems, you're able to find the solutions to those problems, rather than jumping on the bandwagon of everything that's going on. So quite quickly, for example, some of the problems that we'll be facing are slow growth in business, because Knee-jerk reaction is for everyone to stop all the activities that they're doing. So we're probably losing. we have probably all lost customers. We'll probably have people that are uh, struggling financially with cash flow issues. So these are some of the problems that I that we're that we're facing. Then, when you know the problem, it's time to look at the solution. So what are some of the solutions out there? Well, quite quickly, the government have been doing, in my opinion, a very good job of plugging the gap yes we want things faster but the reality is from a reactive point of view they've been doing quite well so the first one is the furlonging of staff if you're unable to retain your employees you can furlough them for a, a period of time which means the government are still able to cover up to eighty percent of their wages. That's one solution, quite quickly, to one of the big problems we're facing, which is cash flow. So that's something that we might that might be worth looking at. For those that are self-employed, there's a scheme available out there. For self-employed people, where they're going to be taking an average of the previous sort of financial year in comparison to a cap of two and a half thousand pounds per month, these are these are solutions that the government are putting in place to ensure this doesn't turn into an absolute 100% disaster. Another thing is the, the small business interruption, well, the interruption loan scheme that are in play. There's a list of about 40 organizations where you can approach to try and get a loan to help with the cash flow issue. So that's another solution in play. And finally, with, in regards to business rates, Up to £10,000 worth of grants are being provided to small businesses where your local government needs to contact you for you to get access to that. So, yes, if you're looking at social media, if you're looking at uh, media in general, TV, news, speaking to a lot of other people, it does look doom and gloom. But the reality is, until you understand what the new climate actually means for yourself, until you understand the impact it's having for you, you can't start looking at the different solutions to bring in to help survive this. So straight away, it's important to, rather than jumping on the bandwagon, spend some time, take some time out to breathe, assess the new situation, and quite quickly, we'll be able to start looking at different solutions to help us through that. So now that we understand exactly what's going on, the next step is part of that solution, which is transitioning online seamlessly. The reality is we're in a world where technology is so far advanced. If this scenario was happening, say 15, 20 years ago, we would be absolutely screwed because the technology just wasn't there. But if you're able to embrace technology and be open-minded to technology, you're able to transition online seamlessly to keep that business continuity the best that you possibly can so that we can survive this difficult period and then come out at the end a lot stronger. So what exactly does that mean? You need to look at ways to manage your customers online. You need to look at ways to manage your operation. And finally, you need to connect both two together. So from your customer's point of view, have you got a cloud-based CRM so that when you, all you need is a smart device, an internet connection, and you have access to all your customers' information, you're able to communicate with your customers, everyone in the organization know where, the, where every particular contact is, at what stage and what status they are. That's something to consider because your customers are the lifeblood of your business. Without customers, without managing and interacting with your customers, there's not going to be any business. So if you're able to transition online and move out of the traditional office location or business location that you're accustomed to, you can keep that business continuity going for as long as you possibly can. Then the next thing is that operation piece. What are the internal processes? How are you currently delivering the value that you provide to your customers? Could you look to transition that online? Do you have a lot of spreadsheets scattered all over different computers that you could combine into a cloud-based solution? Can you use things like OneDrive, Google Drive, Dropbox, for example? There are so many solutions out there to help with the internal processes. And finally, is that connect the communication piece? How do you communicate with all the stakeholders involved? Your customers, your employees, your shareholders, your your vendors. Who needs to be involved in all of that communication piece? When you join all of that together, you're able to transition your business online as seamless as you possibly can, which means you are now doing exactly what you're doing just from a different location you're not you're not restricted to a particular address and location which is going to help you survive this coronavirus that we're facing at the moment and once we survive that your business is going to be stronger from the back of that and you're able to grow quite quickly because the reality is the issue that that we're facing at the moment is going to wipe out so many business unfortunately it's 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 really difficult times, but if we're on the side that survives this, we're going to have a hell of a lot more opportunities because think about it. In some cases, probably half of your competitors are going to get wiped out because they're not, they've not been as proactive as possible to do everything they need to do to survive. That leads us into the third point of effective communications. By the way, if, If you've got the workbook, there are so many, uh, there are spaces in the workbook for you to make notes of the conversation that we're having here and for you to use as next steps to, to help you go along. So if you have any questions on those first two sections we've covered so far, leave them in the chat pane. And as I say, at the end, we'll go through answering as many of those as we possibly can. Just to recap the first two points, uh, if, you fi- if you find value in those first two points, leave a three in the chat pane below. Just to make sure we're on the right tracks, and this is the information uh, we're getting is what exactly we're looking for. Brilliant. I can see quite a few threes in there. Wonderful. So we'll move into the next step of effective communication. Effective communication, this is during every crisis or during any hardship or hard times that's going on, whether it be business, whether it be personal, communication is one of the biggest ways to solve whatever trouble that we're facing. What does effective communication look like in this stage? So this is where you need to ensure you're having regular team meetings. So I'll use us as an example before the crisis we'll probably have one meeting a week now that we're in this difficult period we have at least without fail three meetings every single week we'll have and in some cases even more where we'll go into subgroups for example the marketing department the sales department the web department will have some sub meetings effective communication over communicating is how we're going to ensure everyone's on the same page so that we can survive this difficult period and ride it out there are so many people facing different uh, different scenarios from their personal life from their professional life when you're able to communicate effectively everyone's on the same page people can come up with different ideas to ensure that we can we can progress through this period. So regular team meetings is a must. Can you have a meeting at the start of the week? Can you have one during the during the week to ensure everyone's on the right tracks? Can you have one at the end of the week to to get a recap of all the activities we've been, we've been working on to make sure, right, yes, we're still doing the right things. These are some of the challenges we're facing. Let's come together to find a solution to, to solve that. So regular team meetings is a must. The next one is email communication. Like I mentioned earlier, if you look at social media, if you look at the media itself, there are so many negativity going on if you can be the source of communication of positive communication whether by starting a weekly email campaign a monthly or monthly whatever the whatever the the frequency is if you can communicate to clients customers uh employees your vendors, as many people as you possibly can. If you can be the shining light through your email communication, that you can reassure people that yes, this is a difficult period, but we're putting all these measures in place to ensure we continue the business as best as we can. These these are some of the facts and figures that we're finding out. These is how we know it's affecting you and here's a proposed solution. These are some of the things that the government are putting in place. By effectively communicating the positive side the best that you can, people are going to look to you as that shining light, as that leader, as that positive person. And when we survive this outbreak that we're in, there's only one name people are going to remember, which is your business, your organization, which will help you grow post the crisis same thing with social media updates. If you're not accustomed to posting on social media, this is probably as good of a time to start doing that. Can you post maybe once a day? Can you post once a week? Whatever the frequency is, better than not doing anything at all, being that go-to person for the for the positive information. For the reassurance is going to have a massive impact in the overall community because all it takes is for people to get into a negative cycle so one person is affected which means he affects another company and then he affects another company but if there can be a break in between that okay these guys are still going on these guys are still carrying on their activities these guys are still in business what can we do to help us get in business? That's gonna bring that positive circulation into the business economy to help us survive these difficult times and grow post. And finally, visual communications. I believe it's something like 7% of communication is words only. So where possible, having visual communication, we're blessed with numerous technologies, which I will come up to some of the tools that you can use, but we're blessed with numerous technologies to help us have visual communication. For example, we're on one of them right now, Zoom. Using, we use Zoom for all our team meetings. That way you can see each other's faces. You can hear the tone of voice for effective communication. This will ensure we're all on the same page and we can survive this difficult period. So now that we've covered those first three bases, the next step is to strengthening your marketing foundation. The reality is, Things are slower, therefore, we have a lot more time that we will accustom to. So, this can be a good thing because we've been running 100 miles per hour working in the business. It's time to take the time that we have to work on the business. This is where we can strengthen our marketing foundation. And in order to achieve that, we need to look at three different things. One, we need to set a goal. What is the objective that you're trying to accomplish? That could be increase our engagement rate. That could, be, that could be generating one new lead every single week. That could be bringing in a turnover of five, 10, 15, whatever the goal and objective is for you, it's important to set that. When you set the goal and it's a smart goal, you're able to do the activities needed to achieve that. Once you have that goal in place, the next step is to look at your customers who is the perfect customer in our industry we call this a buyer persona on average there are three to five different profiles that makes the perfect customer for any organization this is where you need to understand the demographics what are the characteristics that makes the perfect customer where are they spending their time online where what kind of content are they engaging with Who are they listening to? Who influences them? What are the goals that they're trying to accomplish? What are the challenges they're facing? If you can answer anyone's questions, even before they've asked the question, you have more of a chance of converting. So it's important to define the goal you're trying to achieve, then do the work to understand who the perfect customer is, and you put the strategy in place to help you find that. Do you need to be posting on social media? Do you need to be writing email marketing activities? Do you need to be having some consultative approach with a bottom of the funnel offer? So many different strategies that you can implement to help you achieve your goals. This is as good of a time as ever to implement a lot of marketing activities to ensure that you can survive this the best that you can. And then when you survive it, This is the time to build brand. By answering people's questions, by being the go-to person, by being the resourceful company to help people through this difficult time, you're building brand equity. And people are going to remember your name for that. Post the crisis, you're able to scale and grow your company a lot faster and a lot quicker. And finally, I mentioned I was gonna give us five important twos. There's six in there because one of them is actually quite popular. So I talked about your customer management with a CRM. One of the best tools for that is HubSpot CRM. By the way, all of these tools are free tools. If you aren't already using them, you really need to start using them because they will ensure that business continuity the best way possible. So that post a crisis, you can keep growing. They all have a paid option, but the freemium version is more than capable. pretty much most businesses during this crisis. So you don't need to worry about spending any money on any new tools. So HubSpot CRM. With HubSpot CRM, you can manage all your contacts record. You can understand when your customers or contacts are opening the emails that you're sending them. You can see if they're opening it. You can schedule the email. For example, you might be working at ridiculous hours, but that doesn't necessarily mean your customers want to open emails at that time. With HubSpot, you can actually schedule your email to go out at the time that will be suitable for your customers. You can create your deals in there. You can see what your sales process looks like. This tool is amazing from a contact-centric point of view to ensure you're managing your customers as best as possible. The next one is Zoom. Zoom is the platform we're currently on for this webinar. It's amazing for visual communication. This is how we're having all our meetings. So yesterday we had a, a sales meeting and it was conducted on Zoom. I had a uh, prospect meeting via Zoom, the third one that I've had with the same contact this week. So Zoom is amazing for that. We're using a free version. A conversation of three or more people, you can have 40 minutes for for free. So it's important to start utilizing these technologies the best that we can. The next one is Asana. Asana is a project management tool to ensure that you can assign tasks to all your employees, you can bring in your customers into any projects that you're working on so they can see the timeline, they can see all the tasks that needs to be conducted. From a project management point of view, Asana is probably one of the best tools out there that you can utilize. Then Slack and WhatsApp is a communication. A lot of people actually don't know that you can have WhatsApp on your computer. If you go to web.whatsapp.com, it's i'll put that in the chat web.whatsapp.com you can scan your whatsapp onto your computer for effective communication so we use, sometimes we use slack a lot of times we use whatsapp because we can create groups we can have that quick instant messaging facilities so this is. These are the tools we'll recommend for that quick conversation, that quick communication piece outside of, obviously, emails and phone calls. And finally, the last tool is Clockify. Clockify is a free time management tool. If you want to know how long you're spending on a particular piece of work, Clockify is the best thing to do. If you want to see how you're actually spending your day, Clockify is amazing for that. If you're working on a particular project and you don't say... For example, if you're in a service-based industry and the client's only paid for a particular number of hours or so on, you don't want to over overthrow that hour. Using Clockify, you can manage your time effectively and see how much you're spending on a particular project, how much you're spending on a particular task to make sure your time is being spent in the right way. So these six tools, if we implement that, we're going to be able to survive this difficult period and ensure we're as proactive as possible. So finally, to close out the webinar, as Dave Pleaser said, something good comes out of every crisis. We just need to be willing to go through the tough times, do what's necessary, keep fighting, never give up and ensure if we put all of these five things that we've, uh, we, we've talked about together, which is understanding the new climate rather than just jumping on the bandwagon, transitioning online, and then uh, having that communication, then in building on our marketing foundation and implementing all of those with those free tools, we're gonna be able to survive this difficult period and come out on the other end as strong as we possibly can.